Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast featuring conversations about life in the central San Joaquin Valley. Our guest this week is from the Valley Animal Center. She's in the marketing department over there. Her name is Alicia Sanchez. Alicia, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. So uh, before we get started and uh, we learn a little bit about Valley Animal Center, I also want to thank the audience members listening to this broadcast on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX, also to those watching us on CMAC, Fresno, and Clovis, as well as those listening to us on the podcast on Anchor FM, uh, a product of Spotify. Thank you all, and we hope you enjoy this program. We're talking about a animal, I don't know if shelter is a good word for it. I'll let Alicia tell us, but Alicia, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved in the Valley Animal Center? Yeah, so um, I'm new to the Fresno area. I moved to Fresno because of Valley Animal Center, but prior to moving here, I um, was raised and born in Bakersfield, California, which is about two hours away, a little less than that probably. Um, But I worked for a public relations firm out in Bakersfield and I had two dogs at the time um, and one of them unfortunately passed away and it made me kind of realized that I wanted to do something more, um, something more fulfilling. Um, So I expanded my horizons um, and found that Valley Animal Center was hiring. So I applied and within a week or so I was offered the job. uh, And then a week after I just moved out here um, and started my journey here at Valley Animal Center. It's, It's been almost, Let's see, it'll be two years in January. So I'm at a year and a half now of working here, but it's been quite a journey. I absolutely love it. It's a dream job. I get to bring my dog to work every day. Um, Part of the benefits is that, you know, our animals here are um, get to see the veterinarians on staff. So it's definitely, it's, it's a dream job. Absolutely. Well, welcome to Fresno. I know you've been here, you said, about two years. And so we hope you make a long career here in Fresno. I get excited when I hear that there are folks coming from out of town to our area. Because really, you know, I've been raised in Fresno. And I think Fresno is like a little hidden gem out there. And I think you fall in love with it, even though our air quality is bad. And if you look at our numbers about poverty and income, they're not so good. But a lot of people love it here. So let's talk about Valley Animal Center. I remember interviewing someone from this organization several years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And I was kind of blown away at, you know, the, the, the love you have for dogs and cats. Tell us a little bit about your organization. Yeah, so first and foremost, Valley Animal Center is a nonprofit organization dedicated to uniting dogs and cats with loving people. That's our mission statement. Um, But we are way more than that. In addition to our cat and dog adoption centers, we have a membership-based dog park and a low-cost clinic on site, and we offer humane education resources on our website. So we are all about Um, comprehensive information, comprehensive care, um, 
and just really trying to ensure that our pet parents um, are responsible and that they provide the animals in their care loving forever homes. Um, it's a great organization, like you mentioned. Um, our staff goes above and beyond for the animals in our care, even after they're no longer in our care, they still like to stay in touch with our adopters. Um, we have people who will um, work more than they should, <laughs> to be honest, after hours, um, helping people reunite the, them with um, their lost pets. Um, they are always looking for animals to take in, um, and stuff like that. So it's very unique. Valley Animal Center is very unique that our staff members just care um, a lot. They absolutely care so much about these animals and the community as well. The community is at you know the forefront of their thoughts as well when they come into work every single day. I love what you said that you get to bring your dog to work. How cool is that? It's amazing. She's a little terrier mix. Her name is DW, named after Arthur, the show Arthur, his little sister, DW. <laughs> um, but I do get to bring her um, every single day. Not um, recently. She's on vacation. I say she's on vacation just because she's in Bakersfield with my mom. Uh, but yeah, it's a definitely a treat uh, being able to bring her to work every single day just to have her near me is is very um, comforting. The staff has gotten to, you know, get to know her. They say hello to her. They say goodbye to her. They come in, they pet her. So it's not just something that benefits me, but it benefits the staff as well because they have grown accustomed to her and enjoy her company. Um, it's the same with um, other animals of other employees. Like I really enjoy seeing their pets on a daily basis and, you know, just saying hello here and there whenever I can. It really, it really gives you a little boost throughout your day. Um, so it's definitely a perk here at Valley Animal Center. And it goes to show, by the way, for people listening, I mean, like me, I didn't know that. And the fact that they'll allow you to bring your dog to work goes to show that they really love animals, right? I mean, because I know you have a, well, we'll talk about how many dogs there are in uh, on a daily basis at your place. But um, before we go there, you know, my kids want dogs. And they want us to get, you know, dogs and they want to have dogs. And I love dogs. But before we get a dog and before others get a dog, what advice would you give? I mean, I just want to make sure we're not getting a dog and, you know, neglecting him or her. Yeah, one thing you want to do is definitely look at the different kinds of breeds. Um, so you come into a shelter knowing what breed would be ideal for your family or your family environment. Um, if you're a very active family, for example, you'll probably want a dog that's maybe like a German Shepherd or a Husky mix. Huskies are very hyperactive. They love to talk. So if that's the kind of family that you have going on, then definitely adopt a Husky. But if it's not, then don't. Um, a Husky or German Shepherd might be a little too much for you to handle. Um, you're probably looking at something um, that's more, um, less energetic, um, like a lab, for example, if that's something that you're interested in, then go for that. So definitely research the breed, see if that's what your family's interested. Um, if you have kids in mind, if you have kids of your own, definitely keep that in mind as well, because um, depending on the age too, you don't want a large dog necessarily jumping on your children. Um, Cause that could, you know, lead to any potential dangerous situations. I definitely, you know, suggest that you um, research the type of breeds. Um, if you are interested in a 
adopting a puppy, you definitely want to keep that in mind as well. Um, puppies come with a lot of work. I don't know. Have you ever adopted a puppy before? We, we had dogs growing up and I love them. And it's funny you mentioned German Shepherd. That's my favorite dog. German Shepherd followed by probably Doberman and Rottweiler. And the, the, we got a German Shepherd when I was younger and we realized, you know what, there's a lot of work because we didn't really do research and we didn't really do all of that. We just have always liked German Shepherds. And so on. then we realized, wow, you know, it is a lot of work. Very rewarding, however. And I want the audience who've never had a dog to know that it is very rewarding to have a dog. When you go out there, they get excited. They want to play. You throw the ball, the dog goes, gets the ball, brings the ball back. But I, I say that because I, I think now if we were to get a dog, we would do the research and maybe a German shepherd is not the dog for our family. It's a dog that's more, that's less active. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and you do want to keep in mind the age of the dog, like I mentioned, um, with puppies, you just really have to have the time, um, you have to think about the expense too, because you're, you're adopting a, a puppy, but you, when you take that puppy home, they're going to tear up, you know, cord, <laughs> they're going to tear up your mattress, maybe, I mean, probably not, but there's that potential there, so you have to really consider that, you know, they may come with an additional cost. And then the other thing backyard size right I mean um oh, yeah. I want you know before I get a dog I need to go circle my fence to make sure there's no holes to make sure there's nothing that the dog could jump over because true story we one day we found a dog that must have jumped in our backyard and I thought how the heck did the dog get in the backyard but it's it's things that we have to look for right I mean even in the backyard yes it's definitely a good idea to if you have a backyard to go back there and check for any holes um, I, the dog that I had mentioned earlier, um, she used to use our trash can to jump on the trash can and jump over the fence. Um, so she was very, she was a German Shepherd Husky mix. So two of those breeds combined is, is pretty crazy. <laughs> um, but she was very clever in that way that if she wanted to get out, she would definitely find a way to get out. Um, so you have to consider that kind of that too. Like is, is it, if, for example, it's a German Shepherd or a Husky breed, you have to consider their intelligence because like I said, my dog was so smart that she used the trash can to find her way out, to get her way out. So Valley Animal Center, we've talked of quite a bit about dogs and we're going to come back to dogs, but you also take care of cats as well. Tell us a little bit about your cat uh, adoption process and work with cats. Yeah, so our cat adoption process is very similar to a dog, our dog adoption process. Um, if anyone's interested in adopting a cat or a dog, they can head to our website. Our website is valleyanimal.org, and they can take a look at the animals that we have available on site. Um, if you're curious to find other animals that are not on the website but are still available, you are more than welcome to come to the shelter. Our adoption centers are open every single day from 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So a lot of the times the puppies and the kittens don't always make it to the website. And the reason for that is because we know people who will come into the shelter will adopt them very quickly. So it's a it's a really quick turnaround time. So I do definitely encourage people to stop by the shelter to see, you know, the animals that we have available. If there's one that you're interested in, um, definitely let one of the associates know and that associate will um, get you ready for a private meet and greet. We have rooms available 
especially in the dog side where you are able to spend some alone time with the animal just to make sure your energies vibe, you get along um, and stuff like that. So once that's done, you do have to complete an adoption application, which will be reviewed by our animal care associate. If everything checks out, then you'll, you'll be okay to take your, your pet home for the day. Um, one thing to know is that if you are looking to adopt a dog and you already have a dog, we do require that the dogs meet. And this is to ensure that both dogs will get along because we want it to be a happy home, not only for you and your family, but for your pet as well. Uh, but yes, we do have cats. Um, currently we have about, we have about 75 cats available for adoption. Um, like I said, they may not all be on the website, but for the most part they are. Um, what's different about the Cat Adoption Center is that they have rooms. Um, so we have a few cats in a room and these cats can go from room to room and out to the patio, depending on what they would like to do for the day or for the time. Regarding your cats, I've always wondered this question. I mean, when you get a cat, when let's say I'm going to come get a cat, uh, I, I'm going to, I'll tell you that I'm going to keep the cat in my house, but there are times that I have to let the cat out. Right. I mean, cause I, I find sometimes cats in my backyard as well. So I presume that they're house cats and they're just wandering, wandering around. I mean, is that the, the, the proper thing to do? We let the cats out. Well, I have heard that we need the cats. The cats don't need us, which I think is <laughs> it's very true. Um, but we primarily like to hear that our cats will be kept indoors. Mm -hmm. And that's because when they are kept outdoors, there's a lot of things that can happen. They can contract FIV, they can get lost, they can, you know, unfortunately get hit by a vehicle. So we do like to hear that our cats will be kept indoors. But I do also understand that some people um, would like to keep their cat indoors, outdoors. Um, but again, there's that danger. Um, my mom, for example, her, she just lost her cat. Her cat's an outdoor, indoor cat. So you do have to remember that that is the potential, you know, that that may potentially happen. So Valley Animal Center, um, you have cats and dogs. People can come and adopt cats and dogs. There's a, I read online that you also have like a dog park. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we have our Dr. James W. Thornton Dog Park. I know it's a long name, but Dog Park for short. <laughs> um, and it's membership-based. And what that means is people have to get be members in order to get through to the dog park. It's very inexpensive. It's $5 a day, $10 for a whole month, or $100 for an entire year. So it's really very inexpensive, um, but we have separate dog runs. So we have a uh, run for small dogs. We have a run for large dogs. We also have a run for the pool. So um, your canine companions during the summer months or winter months, if they, if they enjoy you know, jumping into the pool in the winter, they can benefit from that pool. And we also have an agility course um, available for our dog park members. Um, that agility course was, the equipment that we have there was made by a really young boy. I think his name was Austin. Um, he was about eight or 12 years old, but he made all of the equipment because he was trying to um, get his Eagle Scouts for his Boy Scouts. Um, of course, his grandpa oversaw his work because he had to weld, uh, but he welded a lot of that equipment out there. So it's a really nice agility course. 
Um, and then we have another run that's more for dogs who may not necessarily get along with other dogs. We have that run, especially, you know, specific to them. So there's a variety of different runs that, you know, our dog park members can enjoy. Um, we're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So the, the time frames, you know, that you can come before you go to work, you can come after work, or if you don't work, you can come anytime during the day. So it's a great environment. And what's different about the dog park compared to other dog parks is that um, you know that your dog will be safe. Um, so um, we do have requirements. So all the dogs have to be vaccinated. They have to be spayed or neutered, um, and they do have to pass that temperament test. The temper test is where they meet another dog, and we just ensure that they get along uh, pretty well with other dogs. It's very brief. It's very short. It doesn't take that long. But then, so individuals who come to the dog park are fully aware that all the other dogs have gone through the same process. They have all, they all have the same requirements. So it's a very safe environment. It's not like, you know, a at another dog park where, you know, just it's open to the public. Mm -hmm. Any dogs can come in. You don't know what they're carrying, if they're carrying anything, if they're spayed or neutered, if they're very aggressive. So here at Valley Animal Center's dog park, you come in knowing that your dog is going to be safe. You are listening to San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Fresno and Clovis Television. It's also airing on Talk Radio 1550 KX EX. We're also on podcast. Anchor FM by Spotify is hosting our podcast, so you can listen to all of our programs. Our guest this week is Alicia Sanchez with an organization called Valley Animal Center. By the way, shout out, shout out to Lorenzo, who, is, who has Twitter, and he and I tweet all the time. And so I wanted to just give him a shout out. He actually works also with Valley Animal Center, correct? Yeah, he's a volunteer, and, and he helps. He's one of the few volunteers that helps take the large dogs out for walks. Um, because when a volunteer volunteers for the dog side, they have to go through levels of training and he's actually completed the levels of training to where he's able to take the large dogs out. But recently with our new marketing department, he's been assisting us in the marketing department, creating flyers, um, helping us take pictures of some of the dogs. He's helped us with videography. He's helped us with events. So he's, he's a great volunteer, definitely special and and, and we definitely appreciate the work that he puts in here at Valley Animal Center. And so that's a perfect segue into my next area I was going to ask you about. So what a good way to introduce your volunteer opportunities. So tell us a little bit about if you need volunteers, what do you need them for, the process? Tell us about that. Yeah, we're always always in need of volunteers. Um, if anyone's interested in volunteering, they can go to our website at valleyanimal.org and submit the volunteer application. That's the first step. Um, once we receive that application, we'll review it and follow up with an orientation date. But yeah, like you said, we are always looking for volunteers. We have various departments that they can choose from so they can um, if they prefer dogs, for example, they can volunteer at the dog adoption center. If they prefer cats, they can volunteer at the cat adoption center. Um, they can also volunteer at the dog park. Um, there's the opportunity to volunteer at the clinic. Um, there's the opportunity to volunteer in the marketing department, as I mentioned. 
Um, but really what is needed mostly is um, we are always in need of individuals who are willing to help us clean. Because mm -hmm. as you know, as a shelter, one of the things that we do on a daily basis, it's nonstop, it's continuous, is that we clean up after the animals. So we need people who will help us commit to helping us clean. So whether it's doing laundry, it's sweeping, mopping the floors, mm -hmm. that's definitely essential for us. We don't want people to shy away from just that because there is always the opportunity to socialize with the animals, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. the cats. So while you're cleaning, you can play with the cat as well. So it's not just cleaning, um, but we definitely need individuals who understand that that is an important aspect of Valley Animal Center. And it makes sense. So if you have, I mean, look, when you run an operation like you do, it takes a lot of funding. It takes a lot of people and wherever you can fit in volunteers. So that's a, a great way for you to you know, look for volunteers. If our audience members want to volunteer, please look up Valley Animal Center. There are multiple volunteer opportunities available. Um, and the other part that you have is you have events and you have one coming up for Halloween. It's It has mo movies and I saw the word spooky. So tell us a little bit about that. So I'm very excited. We absolutely love Halloween at Valley Animal Center. Um, and this year, it's a little bit different the way we're celebrating it. Um, we are um, going to be invaded by flea aliens. And these <laughs> flea aliens are threatening our animals. Um, so we have to raise funds to get rid of these aliens, right? Um, so this event, Spooky Friday, is um, all funds raised will benefit Valley Animal Center. And our goal for this Halloween campaign is to raise $10,000. Again, all of those funds stay here at the shelter. But Spooky Friday is an event that's going to help us raise some of those funds. We will be showing our own movie called Attack of the Fleet Aliens. So we're actually turning this whole story into a movie. We'll be showing that. The event starts at 6.30, so the first movie starts at 7, and then at 7.15, we're going to be playing um, the Disney film Hocus Pocus, which I'm sure you are familiar mm -hmm. with, hopefully. Yes, yes. <laughs> very familiar Good. with. Yay. So at 7.15, <laughs> we'll start playing Hocus Pocus. Um, and what's going to be special about this movie night is that we're actually going to have the Sanderson sisters show up. So... Thanks to the Hero Alliance, which is a character company here in the Central Valley, the Sanderson sisters will be showing up for photos. They get to mingle with families and talk to the kids and just have a good time for, for about, they'll be here for about 30 minutes. Um, we'll have for sale um, popcorn, soda, pizza. We'll have goodie bags with like chocolates and little toys in there for sale. And again, all those funds will come back to the shelter. In addition to that event, we also have a trunk or treat car show, October 30th. Um, that event, we're trying to get 200, car, 200 cars, so that's 200 cars who will be giving out candy. So we do definitely encourage people to attend either one of those events. All the funds raised, again, will come back to the animals in our care. And so those are two ways for fundraising. Uh, people can also donate to your organization. You're a 501c3, correct? Yes, we are. And so the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is what if what if people don't have the cash to give, but they have the ability to purchase dog food, cat food, 
or anything else, what else, what tangible goods are you needing right now at the shelter? Always cleaning products. We're always in need of cleaning products um, like bleach, laundry detergent, hand soap. Um, with COVID, hand sanitizers are something that we're always looking for. Um, the wet wipes too. Um, always, always in need of collars, harnesses, toys for the cats and dogs. Cat trees is a big priority for us because cat trees um, provide um, exercise to the cats. Mm-hmm. Um, over the summer, we asked for um, misters, which we got quite a few of those. So we're good on misters. Um, but we just developed a, an additional dog run um, at the dog adoption center. It's just an area where the dogs can freely roam, um, but it needs to be um, supervised by one of the uh, animal care associates. So they're asking for used patio furniture. If anyone has used patio furniture that they would like to donate, we would definitely take that in. Um, we'll set that out there at the dog run so that our associates can sit down as they supervise the dogs as they run around and play. Alicia, we are running out of time this week on the program. I could sit for hours and talk to you about dogs and cats, but I want you to provide us your website, how we can donate, how we can volunteer. Uh, Tell us how to get more information. Yeah, everything that I have mentioned can be found at our website at valleyanimal.org. Our volunteer application is there. Our donate button is on every single page. Um, And again, if you can't donate any monetary donations, you're more than welcome to stop by our administration office, which is open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. to drop off any of the uh, in-kind donations that I mentioned. Um, But we're also on all of the social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, we're there. You can follow us for updates on any of those social media platforms. Thank you so much for being with us this week, Alicia. One last time, you have a couple of events coming up for Halloween. This will air before Halloween. So trunk or treat or movies? Tell us about both. Yes. So we have movie night, October 8th. It's a Friday night. It starts at 6.30 p.m. Um, and we'll have we'll be playing a short film that we have produced here at Valley Animal Center called Attack of the Fleet Aliens. <laughs> and then at 7.15, we will show Hocus Pocus. Um, we'll also have the Sanderson sisters um, showing up at this event, thanks to Hero Alliance, which is a character company here in the Central Valley. Um, they'll be available to take photographs with you and just to chat with you and get to know you. And then we have the Trunk or Treat Car Show, which is October 30th from 3 to 8 p.m. Um, that's going to be um, essentially a car show and a Trunk or Treat event combined. And we'll have about 200 cars giving out candy to the kids that day. On that note, thank you so much for being a part of San Joaquin Spotlight this week. We appreciate all the information that you've provided. Thank you. That's all for this edition of the program. Thank you to our audience members listening to this broadcast on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Also to those watching on CMAC, Fresno and Clovis, which is available on Comcast Xfinity 93, AT&T UVerse 99. And finally, thank you to those listening on the podcast which is on Anchor FM, a company or a product of Spotify. I'm your host, Sevag Tatiosian.
Tune in next week to a new edition.